2018 is here and we have a ton of stuff to share with you guys. We continue to torture ourselves with road trips. Just kidding. Um, They're actually very good, but we've got a lot of things to share with you there. Plus, we've got a neat announcement. Two neat announcements, actually. And we're moving again. I know. Hey, friends. This is the Finding Mikey podcast, our family's quest to prepare our son, Mikey, for life. I'm Mike, and from time to time, I'll be joined by my wife, Heather, or other family members and others for interviews and conversations. Now, while I may mention our son, you have a Mikey of your own, and together, we're on a journey to learn as much as we can so that we can understand how to best communicate and guide our kiddos into independent adulthood. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, guys. Hey. All right. Well, yes, it is 2018. We got through 2017. That was Awesome. Uh, We've moved from Austin to Virginia. And the first thing we want to let you guys know is that we're moving again. We're moving to Bora Bora. No, Tahiti. No, it's not any. (laughs) We're just, it's a lot like when we moved from, you know, the place. So here's what we do we end up getting to a spot like we did in Austin. And we found a neighborhood that we really thought we would like. And we fell in love with the neighborhood. And we were releasing a home. And then we ended up buying a home around the corner, six houses away, literally. Well, similar thing happened here in Virginia, right? We found a spot. We really like where we're at. The schools are great. The, you know, the amenities are awesome. And we found a home. I don't know. It's not six away. It's probably 12, 15 away, but it is literally just down the street and around the corner. So, so we'll be doing a little bit of a move at the end of January, but that won't impact this or the other things that we have to share you guys as the episode goes along. Little mm-hmm. teaser, little teaser. So we'll start here. Um, we've done a lot of driving around. We've logged a ton of miles. You know, if you look back at our episode uh, in June, where we talked about, you know, summer road tripping and things like this, well, we've continued as the weather has changed through, you know, We actually didn't get a lot of really good leaves on the East Coast this year because it didn't rain, or at least in Virginia. But Mm -hmm. as the the weather changes and it gets colder, uh, we've found ourselves in the car again. So, um, honey, you want to – the actual calendar Mm -hmm. seems like a bit of a blur to me, right? Right. I I remember we we took Mikey to uh, Jackson, New Jersey, so that he could check out King Dakar. He couldn't ride it, um, but he's just long-wanted – to go, he wants to ride the world's largest, you know, or the world's tallest rather roller coaster. Um, we didn't even get near it. <laughs> we rode, we rode a ton of other stuff. We rode El Toro about a you know trillion times. Mm-hmm. So, um, which yeah, I'm so proud of him. That's such a big roller coaster. Yeah, it was. I went on it, and it, I was pretty scared. I'm not used to airtime. Yep. I'm used to roller coasters that have a lap, not just a lap bar, but like a shoulder restraint. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to hold on to? Because <laughs> I'm like sitting next to my nine-year-old daughter. I'm like, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> She's not able to hold you in, is she? No. Well, you so, didn't fly out. No, of course not. No, but it just, it just feels weird because those drops are just so steep. And I can't believe Mikey, Mikey went on it because, you know, he did just turn seven. So They are they are absolutely awesome. And I'll tell you what. So Mikey, Mikey does love roller coasters. He's in, oh. He enjoys riding whatever he can at Hershey Park. That's really what got him into riding some coasters. And I mean, he, he doesn't mind going upside down. He likes wooden roller coasters where he gets some airtime. He doesn't even want you to hold on to him. I mean, he likes mm-hmm. kind of getting up out of the seat. But 
you know, the kids tune into the YouTube, you know, the YouTube kids app and Mm -hmm. they're able to see a lot of stuff. And Mikey has searched for roller coasters and he's really gotten attached to this channel called Coaster Kids. And Mm -hmm. it's great. Like we've gotten to know Logan. He's the, you know, the main kid there and the host and he shares all of his, um, you know, his, his journeys and all of his different rides. And then we started digging in and found he had, you know, more to the story Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's really cool. We'd encourage you guys to go check it out. It's coaster with a K coaster kids. And they're really, really cool because the, the premise behind it ultimately is that he's helping kids overcome their fears. Right. And their tagline, Mike, he'll tell you is, you know, be brave and ride on. Right. So, um, and he does something Logan in these channels, he does something when he's a scared, a scared, when he is scared (laughs) of, (laughs) of a coaster, he, he challenges himself with a be brave challenge. And, you know, so Mikey's been sharing that with us as well. And he, he kind of challenged mom (laughs) to be brave on, on El Toro. Now, right. It is smooth for a wooden coaster. Mm -hmm. And in her defense, it was like voted the best wooden coaster, like 2016. It's fast. It's fast and awesome. It's fast and it's steep. But I was thinking about something when you were talking about Logan and talking about coaster kids, I actually reached out to um, Logan's dad and I was looking to order some um, Coaster Kids shirts for Christmas for Mikey. And his dad shared with me a documentary that he had just put together for, um, you know, just to give the background story on Logan and, you know, how Coaster Kids got started. And it really tugged at my heartstrings because as it turns out, um, Logan has autism as well. Yep. And on the video, um, his dad shared some footage you know, on the documentary video, his dad shared some footage of him, you know, struggling with autism. And then just to see him now as a, as a 12 year old little boy, you he's know, 12. just, yeah, yeah, he's 12, um, you know, just as a, as a YouTube personality and just doing so awesome and just seeing how far along he's come. <laughs> it was, it just, it just really pulled at my heartstrings. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I had no idea that, that him and Mikey had this in common. I, I never would have known that from, from watching his channel and just seeing how passionate he is about riding roller coasters and roller coasters. I always describe, you know, Mikey as like, you know, he's an Aspie and roller coasters is one of the things that, or is the thing that he's latched onto. It's his thing. He can tell you the facts of roller coasters. He can tell you what park they're at, how fast they go, how tall they are, um, whether he can ride it or not, how tall you have to be to ride it. He knows what the fastest roller coaster is. Um, it's the Formula, Formula Rasa in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi and yep. the longest roller Ferrari coaster World. is Steel Dragon yep, in, in Japan. Japan. Yep. And I mean, the, <laughs> See, the, we know you know, the list goes on and on and on. And it's, it's kind of exciting for me because I know sometimes, you know, most of the time with our kids, we, we don't get to pick what they're passionate about. And I, I, I used to watch that show. I think it was called Parenthood. Yep. And, and the, um, the, the, the character that, um, that had Asperger's in that show, you know, was really into insects. And Mikey's really into insects, too, like backyard insects. He likes to catch lizards and frogs and ladybugs and grasshoppers and stick bugs and all that kind of stuff. But he doesn't know all the facts about them and he doesn't like study them. Uh, what, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that I'm excited that, that Mikey's honing in on something that I'm excited about. And that's something that's interesting to me, which is, you know, roller coasters because our family does like to travel and it's cool that we can go travel to all these different roller coasters as a point of interest and see different parts of the country. So we have some, you know, some, we, 
went actually to, um, we've been to Bush Gardens Williamsburg now. We've been to Hershey Park. We've been uh, to Six Flags Great Adventure. And coming up in the summer, we're going to do Six Flags over Georgia. We're going to go to uh, Sandusky, Ohio, go to Cedar Point, hopefully meet up with Coaster Kids over there. Right. And it's just an exciting thing for us to do in our family and in the season of life that we're in. It was, it is good. And and I was hoping to interrupt you before uh-huh. you sort of transitioned away, but you know, to yeah. get back to um, the entertainment that Mikey gets out of watching this YouTube channel, uh-huh. um, guys, check the show notes. We'll have the links in there as well. And it's, it's great. Um, it's great. We've become fans even as adults of, of, of Logan and we'll explain why here in a second? Well, not why, but just another thing about that here in a second. But Grace has also become a fan as well. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's given herself some of these challenges. She's kind of gotten in, interested as well. And, you know, it's kind of a neat thing, too. So um, as you would imagine, getting any cool swag from, you know, the YouTube channel that you watch probably every day. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if that surprise isn't good enough. um, Heather was in contact, like she said, with um, Coaster Dad, um, <laughs> with Logan's dad. And she arranged probably the coolest thing ever so far is she, she arranged a FaceTime video chat between Logan and Mikey. And, you know, we were we were counting on maybe a 15 or 20 minute chat and they talked for probably 40 minutes. Oh, my goodness. It was so cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. he was very interactive. They were asking questions back and forth. Mikey couldn't he for the first 10 minutes. I don't think he could control his excitement. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) Yep. So for them, you know, that's that's as close as celebrity they have been so far. And um, it it is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It is pretty cool how all of that is kind of come together it's put us on the road um you know with that we we um we do have an annual pass to six flags and what's cool guys is if you'd like going to theme parks take a look at six flags for a couple reasons but name one of them namely is that there's a pass that lets you go to all the six flags Mm -hmm. and and that's that is actually very neat you know we live four hours from Jackson, New Jersey. We live two, two and a half hours from the one in Maryland, Six Flags Great America. Right. Yep. We live a few hours. I mean, when we go to visit family in South Carolina, we're only a couple hours away from, you know, Six Flags over Georgia. So that's three right there. Um, Mm -hmm. This is one thing we didn't count on moving to the East Coast. This would have been a huge selling point (laughs) (laughs) to to Heather and probably the kids, you know, hey, let's move to Virginia because we're going to be so close to like here and here and here and here as far as coasters go. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, there's there's even there's even others. Anyway, pull up a right. map and, and figure out where you are. If coasters are your thing, you know, check out the channel for Coaster Kids and, you know, get them out there and having fun. It's it's a blast. It really mm-hmm. is a blast. So, right. Um, yeah, so that was Jackson, New Jersey for Mikey's birthday. And that was awesome. It mm-hmm. really was. We were there. Um, you know, we, we drove up. Uh, we've learned that it's easier for our family <clears throat> to let the kids be awake while right. we're driving. And yeah, leaving really early in the morning. Yeah, having breakfast on the in the in the car that we you know grab them something quick from home and just eat breakfast in the car and just get started at like six or six o'clock in the morning. Yep, when they're not still not qu- that quite awake yet. Yep, mm-hmm. it does. And it, and it kind of goes against 
what you would think if you're going to go on a road trip because it's it's probably more quiet when everybody is asleep or any, everything like this. But we've just found that they're they're not comfortable mm-hmm. in the car trying to sleep. You know, we, we've got a minivan. Everybody's got a spot for them, you know, themselves, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's not cramped like like when we were kids. You know, you're not sitting in the back-facing <laughs> seat in the station wagon or like <laughs> we were in my mom's, you know, Buick St. Regis. I could sleep up on the back dash, you know? Oh, my god, <laughs> With the window uh-huh. and the dash. Anyway. Yeah, no, I you, know what you're saying. Those of you who were born in the 70s, grew up in the 80s, yeah, you probably, you probably did the same thing. Um, but they have their space, but they're just not comfortable enough. Right. And um, there's some strategies that we've just sort of stumbled into uh, by way of, you know, well, all right, it's daytime. That helps me personally. I can stay awake better than at two in the morning, four in the morning. Right. Yeah. And for me, too, because being your co-pilot, I don't like to take naps and and wondering if you're like watching pink elephants cross the road. (laughs) That's our joke for me, like hallucinating (laughs) before I fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, um, hello. Is that a long blink? Or were you hoping to get a couple of seconds of rest during that blink? I'm just, I'm guys, the the dirty secret is I'm only closing one eye, the eye that's near her pretending to sort of be asleep just to see if she's still awake to keep an eye on me. Cause I don't want her falling asleep either. Um, no, but because it's the daytime, we have that energy going, right? Mm-hmm. It fits our circadian rhythm if we want to get like technical, right? Um, but we have to, we, you have to actually um, plan a little bit more. You want to talk a little bit about the things that you prepare for that long drive? Um, sure. Yeah. So Mike doesn't like me to drive. Uh, he likes to, you know, he likes to be in charge of that. So I'm like, that's fine. So what I get to do is... um. I get to parent from the front seat. And so sometimes um, I've learned that it's easier for me and and the kids enjoy it more if I go in the back seat with them because they want my attention. And so I'll take turns sitting next to each of the kids and giving them that one-on-one attention that um, whatever they're into at the time that I interact with them and I play with them. And with Mikey, you know, sometimes we sit in the third row of the minivan and we tickle. We just get some energy out and we tickle and we tickle and we tickle as long as he tries not to get too, too loud. Um, but we just, you know, we'll have a good time tickling. So that's one of the things that we do to pass the time. Um, but as far as like supplies that, you know, that I bring from home or I'll shop at the store before we go is um, we always bring uh, Mikey's weighted blanket because, you know, he just likes having that, you know, that pressure on him when we're sitting in the car. Um, it's just a, a comfort item for him. I think it also helps him be able to sit longer because, you know, we are in the, in the, in the car for extended periods of time, you know, anywhere from like four hours to seven hours when we're driving to South Carolina. And so I know he really enjoys having his weighted blanket. And then, um, I've also started bringing flashcards and I'll bring flashcards that are, um, kindergarten and first grade sight words. And then also multiplication uh, flashcards. And the reason for that is because Mikey is um, below reading level right now. Um, He's in first grade. And so um, he does, I can't get his attention span that long for, um, for books. Um, I'll read him a couple books here and there, but what I really like to do is um, we play games with the sight word cards and we'll do like little competitions to see, you know, like, how many, you know, one child will get right, you know, when I, you know, when I should present like 10, um, 10 cards 
And the way that I do it, because my my older daughter is Grace is nine, is um for her I have her practice spelling, and I give her um longer sight words to practice for the spelling. And spelling is one of the areas um that she's been challenged in, so it um it works out really good. So when Mikey hears her spell it, he's learning the sight word because he's seeing it repeatedly. And my four-year-old is learning kindergarten and first-grade side words by watching Grace and Mikey do it. And so she's like memorizing the words, you know, based on the flashcard. So it's it's really helping everybody. And um, I give them like little, um, you know, special bucks or I'll give them, um, you know, treats from, you know, our, our treat bag um, after they get 10 right. Bacon so it, jerky. Yeah, bacon jerky, <laughs> you know, just whatever we have. That um, I, I think will incent them to keep wanting to play for a little while. And I can usually get that game to last for about a half an hour and then we'll take a break and we'll do it again later. But the cool thing is that even though I'm, I'm doing it as a competition, they're not competing against each other. Because basically after they after they each get 10 points, then, you know, they get a trinket. And and then when I do the, the multiplication flashcards with Grace and Mikey, you know, Mikey's in, you know, in first grade, so he's not really working on multiplication yet. But because he has auditory learning, he memorizes the um, the answer when I'm doing him with Grace. So by doing the flashcard, he gets to see the numeric, you know, the numbers written out as well. Um, but the way that Mikey's brain works, if I asked him right now, like, what's five times five? He'll tell me 25. But if I show him a flashcard of five times five, that process takes longer for him. Yep. Yeah. Because he doesn't have that, you know, he's just been hearing me, you know, go over it with grace. Um, so, so it's just, you know, one of the cool things that we do to pass the time. Also, I think that what we do as well is, I mean, I'm in charge of technology. It seems like everywhere we go. So, you know, I'll make sure we have some videos that are on a tablet. And of course we have the kids that have tablets too. We bring crayons and Legos and other things like that also, but you know, we'll watch a movie. And we will refer to kit, you know, to how far we are from where we're going also. And like how many movies, not that we're watching a movie the whole time, but it's like, we'll watch a movie together. Right. And then we'll let the kids do something or we'll break it up by a potty break and then flashcards or a snack and then something else. But basically it seems to be in about one and a half hour to two hour increments. There's a change of what's going on, you know, behind me as I'm just, you know, barreling down the freeway. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that could prove helpful too, is just providing a little bit of variety, you know? Right. Um, and I like how um, we have all of the stuff from the Apple TV. Yes. Like on your iPad. Yep. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yep. So it, that's just a, a neat benefit there too. I mean, we're able to, to access the same, you know, movies that we have at home mm-hmm. and you know how it is. Well, first of all, kids love to watch the same movie over and over again. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, specifically, you know, with someone uh, with autism, Asperger's, whatever the case may be, they may be more interested in watching it over and over and over again, too. <clears throat> so right. so it helps to have those extra familiar things that are that are there, too. Right. Another thing that we don't normally add, but I think that makes sense to just bring up and it's probably something you do anyway. But if they have a favorite blanket, anybody in the family, right, bring their pillow, bring their favorite blanket, anything like that. It makes you know, being in a hotel, it makes being in a family, you know, uh, extended family's home as well. It just makes, yeah. it brings another little comfort to home there as well. So, mm-hmm. so those are all good. Um, we didn't stop traveling though. <laughs> it turns out that basically through the month of November, we 
I think it was three weekends in a row. We were just go and go and go. And uh, we went to New York. That was kind mm-hmm. of a whirlwind. That was um, exciting. It was exciting. It was a bucket list item for me. I wanted to take the kids to see um, what New York City looks like when it's decorated for Christmas. Yeah. So timing is everything, right? Right. Uh, We happened to get there um, the first Saturday night. Well, basically the first Saturday after everybody is out of school for Christmas break. And we tried... we tried to go see, you know, the tree in Rockefeller Plaza, Rocker, ro- wow. Rockefeller I, I, Center. I know it's Rockefeller Center, <laughs> but I say, when I try to say plaza, whatever. Anyway, we okay. were going to go see a big tree in the <laughs> middle of New York City and a little skating rink, right? Right. And, and uh, man, that was, that was tough. Yeah, it was packed. It looked, it looked <clears throat> like in Rockefeller Center, what it looks like in Times Square on New Year's Eve. It was Wall, packed. It was just everyone was shoulder to shoulder and then we've got little people and we had an umbrella stroller for joy. And so my daughter, Grace was like getting anxiety. She's like, I don't like this. She's like, people are touching me. Like it's, there's too many people. (laughs) And and then she's so short. She couldn't barely even see the tree and we couldn't show them the ice skating rink because it was, there was, we couldn't get close enough. So we just tried to get away from the crowd and then we put them up on, on some, what was it like a barricade or yeah, something? And then we stood, then them, we, up we stood them up on a barricade so they could see the tree. And we took a couple pictures of the tree. <laughs> and, and then right behind us was the um, two story American girl doll store. So we're like, ah, let's go check out the American girl doll store instead. I was super excited. <laughs> I needed a new one. So I came out with like five. Didn't need them. No. Well, the thing is, is that we went in December and we, Mike and I had already bought all of our Christmas gifts and our budget was already tapped for that kind of stuff. So I was like, here, look, you can't buy anything, but (laughs) check it all out. Yeah. But that was, that was, that was great. We got to, (laughs) we, I don't know if we did it the right way or not yet. Maybe we still need to try to go to New York again too, but we stayed. Oh yeah, for sure. Summertime. We stayed in, um, in New Jersey, just, you know, real quick bus ride across, um, you know, a tunnel. And then we got into subways and, you know, it was, it was pretty easy to get around. Of course it was, it was easier in the morning than the afternoon, I think just because of the festivities, but like the trains were packed and packed and packed, but kids were loving it. Mikey was, you know, rustling up beside people and literally he was asking people just strangers like, Hey, you want to talk? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. Take out their earbuds or whatever. And he'd ride into it. If you ever ridden King to Kai, you know, it's the tallest roller coaster in the world. It goes a whopping 128 miles an hour. And, you know, he does his <laughs> thing. Right. Um, but it was really cool to have them, you know, on a train and, and be able to enjoy some of the stuff. So we got to see the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, and which take was a ferry really ride take or a, a boat ride, ride. Which kids love that. Buses, boats. Yeah, we were planes, we were planes, boats, and buses, whatever. Anyway, uh, and and a lift ride back, right? right. So, oh, yeah. So, there as, was that. as prepared as we were, you know, it took us about an hour and a half to get into the city and really be able to get where we were going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, between the bus ride and the subway ride. Yeah, yeah, between the bus ride and the subway ride. And we were just looking at the timing as far as going back, and it was already, you know, we had to stop and grab something to eat, and it's just like, there's no way. No way. I'm about to. Mikey fell asleep on me at the dinner table at like eight o'clock at night. Yep. Oh yeah. That was after dinner. So it was after dinner. It was eight, 8 PM. They were bushed. Yeah. I think we were almost asleep in the stroller umbrella stroller, which of course she's four. So she's like falling out of this umbrella stroller, but she was half asleep in it. That was it. Yeah. So we bit the bullet and, um, you know, spent way more than, uh, you would normally spend on a, on an Uber, a Lyft and, uh, just to get us back and get back into the hotel. But, 
Um, that was a good trip. It, it was, was. A, it was good coming up and, and good coming back. We came back, of course, in the daytime as well on a Sunday. We were really only there for a day in uh, New York City. But Yeah, and that was something I learned. You know, we I think Mike's Apple Watch said we walked about six miles. Right. And when you walk six miles and do all that kind of stuff and on a Saturday, you don't really have much left in you to do on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yep, you're right. <laughs> you need one day of break in between if you're going to, you know, want to jaunt back out there. So I read this recently too, that, um, if you, and it's just good advice, just general, if you, you know, when you're going away, if you spend four days away, like give yourself an extra day Mm -hmm. when you come back to just sort of get back into life again and just kind of, you know, get back into it. Right. Uh Um, so I think that that it was good that we came back on a Sunday so that we could actually have our Sunday and then not have to really be like, all right, we're getting in really late on a Sunday night and I got to start work and we got to get stuff together for school and everything. That's true. So was that the next weekend, it wasn't even really the weekend, Mm -hmm. right? It was like a Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. The kids had just gotten out of school. Yep. And we ended up going to Shenandoah Valley. Right. Which was Excellent. If you guys are anywhere in the Massanutten Mountains. Yep. Massanutten Mountains. It's a small ski resort that's up there as well, but it was, it was, this was excellent. All right. You've heard of Great Wolf Lodge and you want to do tubing out in the snow. I mean, we did this. We spent Saturday out in the snow and then we spent Sunday in a, or excuse me, we sent one day because it was like a Thursday or Friday, right? Yeah. We went, we went, we got there on a Thursday night. And so we had all day Friday and all day Saturday there. Right. We left Sunday morning. Well, and, and this was the timing on this one was that we were there for a couple of days, but getting home on um, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve. Mm-hmm. right? Christmas now, Eve morning. this wasn't as far of a drive. This right. was only a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting home on Christmas Eve meant, you know, we were out on Christmas Day, which we'll get to in just a second. But um, a little pitch for Massanutten, right? Um, <clears throat> tubing was awesome. They've got, you know, snowboarding and skiing and all this other stuff there too. But we spent, you know, one full day. We spent eight hours. Spent eight hours letting the kids just get all wrinkly um, from the water and the water slides and the play and everything else like this. But they had an indoor water park and it was it was, it was was awesome. I had a blast. The kids had a blast. Got there early. The kids got, you know, a lot of extra time on the, like, uh, what do you call that thing where they're, you know, it's like jets of water, but it's set up like a wave. So they're oh, doing like bodyboarding. A wave rider. Yeah. That kind mm-hmm. of a thing. So, um, Gracie had a blast on that. Mikey did too. A little frustrated, but, um, you know, had to let him know that just try, try again. Failing's part of learning. So right. that was that. Yeah. And then Joy accidentally got her toe hurt at the hotel room. But we were all supposed to go ice skating together. Oh yeah. Um, after lunch on Friday, after we did this the um the sledding, and Joy stayed home with Mike, and she took a really long nap, and I took Mike and Mikey and Grace um ice skating, and one of the things that I I liked about all the things that they have to do at this um four season resort uh-huh. <laughs> is that um everything's priced very well, and so when you're paying for you know for three kids to participate in these different activities. You know, I was happy that, you know, it wasn't a, like a huge amount of money. Like ice skating was $8. And, you know, that's something you would expect in the city, you know, to go, you know, to go roller skating or something. You're, you know, looking at, you know, anywhere between, you know, 8 and $15. And it was, you know, pretty much the same thing going ice skating. And then going, you know, going sledding was awesome because it was affordable. And yet they also had the the lift 
a chairlift thing. You know, you're not in a chair, but it's just like a. It's like a people a, mover. Yeah, like a people mover thing, yeah. like a escalator, an escalator going uphill. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you could be there with a four year old and she could have her own inner tube and you're not like hauling all this stuff, yep. walking up the snow. I mean, it was still a good workout, but it, you know, you're not hauling, you know, two inner tubes up the snow with snow boots on and, yep. you know, like getting this, you know, huge workout. It was just, it was, it was nice. It was an enjoyable experience. Yeah, that was a good one. That was yeah, a and all the staff one. was really nice. Like if you let one of your kids go down on their own, when they got to the end of the, you know, the sledding, you know, run, they would help your kid up, help them get their, you know, pick up their inner tube and all that kind of get stuff. Get them back up so the was, hill. Yeah, that was yeah. really nice. And then the water park as well, it, it was similar to what you would expect to see at Great Wolf Lodge, but it wasn't Great Wolf Lodge. Um, and the admission prices, again, were, you know, just very reasonable. And they had, I would say, just your typical snack bar inside, you know, nothing, nothing too fancy, but they also tried to have um, healthier meal options. They had a bar upstairs. So, just and they had a know. bar upstairs. So <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Mike was ready for us to leave, but I wasn't because I knew that once we got back to the hotel room, then I would have to entertain everybody. So I was like, no, let's just stay here longer. So I went and grabbed a sandwich upstairs and, and separated just a little bit and yeah, got around we the went to the water park minutes. at 10 in the morning and i think we left at three yeah we spent forever there yeah so that was good but we wrapped up we wrapped up there we come home on christmas eve you know heather and i marathon pack or wrap everything and then we are literally back on the road christmas day heading down you know heading down south to meet up with our southern family you know mm-hmm. and it was again just getting up early in the morning and cruising on down was good um but uh, we broke that trip up into a little bit to see some family down in Charlotte and then headed down to South Carolina and then came back and really just, uh, we were done. We oh, were, yeah. We were I was done. done on Christmas Day. We were heading to North Carolina, but we had yep. to go see, I mean, not we had to, but I wanted to go see family, but. True. But by the 30th when we got home, uh-huh. we were done. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, it was an eerie sight. I mean, I remarked to Heather when the kids went back to school as well because I had not left for work at that point just yet. I helped see the kids off with her, and it was just dead quiet. No family, like no extended family. We were at our own home, and there were no kids around. It was weird, awesome, but weird <laughs> to have just that that lack of noise. So, And that lasted for a day. It and did. then we got some weird winter storm and school was canceled for like five days. Yeah. I guess that's a, <laughs> that's the Virginia thing. Uh, we, we've learned a few things moving across country as well. Like I've learned that when it's inclement weather in Southern California or in Texas or in Virginia, everybody, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. Everybody drives like maniacs or doesn't know what the heck is going on. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's common everywhere. So, yeah. So recapping just a tad here, right? There's some gems that were, were buried into this, right? Let's, you know, traveling during the day for us, at least tends to work a bit better. Um, you know, varying up the schedule of, of not really the schedule, but just sort of the time inside the car while we're driving really helps. Um, I should do an episode on my results so far with a uh, neurofeedback training, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because since Mikey's been seeing some benefits, I started to take some training and, that's that's helped immensely and really in stressful situations like you know in a small minivan for eight hours at a time with kids um can stress can stress a guy out so uh, maybe i'll do an episode on that coming up to just share um what i've learned and what's what how i've been impacted but we'll save that for another day now without well we've made you wait this long right Mm -hmm. we've shared that we're moving um, but we have a couple of announcements. One of them 
Um, and this is, we had a really interesting day the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, because we looked down and I got a, a, a comment on our site, findingmikeypodcast.com and, or findingmikey.com. And it let us know that we were selected as one of the best podcasts for 2017. And I was like, okay, this can't be real. I'll just sort of, you know, sit on it for a minute and whatever. And they provided a few links and said, you know, be sure to use our badge and this and that uh, from Healthline. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never, I've never heard of this, but we yeah, went. Yeah, and, and it was for autism specifically. Yeah, it was specifically yeah. for autism. Right. And we've got the link in the show notes there for you to take a look at. But it was just a really cool honor that came out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And when you see who we're stacked up against in there, it was really neat that we're the only family. Like, you know, you've got the family talking here. You know, the autism right. show is really good. I've listened to that there as well. There are a couple. I've heard episodes on some of these other ones here too. But, um, you know, for the most part, they're more from kind of the you know, an autism organization's yeah, point I think of view. Like they're more like science yeah. based. There were some universities on there and science journals and things like that. But maybe like. There were two that didn't, that, that stood out the autism mm-hmm. show and, um, and us and, you know, guys, we weren't at the bottom either. So it was kind of neat. I don't know that yeah. they had them ranked in any order um, really, but it was just really neat to, to see that there so that was that was super cool um yeah it was just nice to be recognized like that it was and you know anyway i just want to say thank you right to all of you that listen because i i I just i believe that um you know that we're we're the conversations that we're having together and you know opening up our lives to to you guys i mean we get so many messages from folks on facebook and and through other means here just you know where we're able to lend a helping hand. And this has been really very, uh, very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. I mean, I don't know if I've actually gone into it or not, but when I first brought up the idea of doing a podcast with Heather, she's like, nobody's going to listen to us. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's <laughs> well, do this. I just this. felt like, you know, that we're just going through this. I don't feel like I'm an expert on anything. And we're not right? Yeah. I think we say that we're, we're not experts on anything except for really what goes on in our minivan. Well, barely even that, right. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're growing as our kids are growing, exactly. you know, um, as parents, we're growing as parents, as they're growing as kids. And, you know, I'm, it's just interesting. And we just, I just want to say thank you. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like an Oscar or anything like this, but it was, it was very cool to be like Heather said, recognized like that. And out of the blue, we didn't submit for it. We didn't have any, you know, it's idea this was even happening and it could be us. yeah so thank and you if that's what happened thank you very much absolutely either way it was very nice and very cool um so that's one cool thing the other thing is and this is sort of the you know behind the scenes you're getting you're hearing it here first the story broke here kind of a thing right but we <laughs> are um heather and i have I've been talking about doing this for quite a while and I've been studying up on it a little bit here too, because I want to make it, I want to make it good. And, um, I'll just put it out there. We're, we're going to be starting a YouTube channel. And I think the way that the way that I want to do this and the way that may make the most sense is that we'll have a couple episodes a week. And that's hard to do if you're producing two episodes a week, but what I'm going to to do is have a shorter, you know, five or so minute episode that really boils down, you know, tips or something like we may hit up the the topics for supplementation or 
talking about weighted blankets or talking about what occupational therapy is or talking just any number of these things that are out there. And the other episode, I really want to do this. We, we had some fun live streaming on Facebook while we've recorded before, but what I want to do on YouTube as the platform is to record an episode and just have it live and then have a, a 30 minute or so break after that, where we're just doing a Q and a with the audience that was there. Oh, wow. And she, she's, that was really good, babe. That was good acting. Yeah, I've told no, you that it already. It wasn't, but that, no, I don't remember <laughs> you talking about the Q and a part. She says, live listen, Q&A. guys, dad's husband's out there. She tells me that, and she's been, I believe this, that she only listens to about 30% of what I say. It's worked and so far. It has. Um, it has. So maybe that was part of the 70% that you didn't uh, tune into. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's the idea is, you know, to have one that's, you know, uh, well put together. Um, not that the other one won't, but just one that's more tip related, one that's more, you know, guidance related. And then the other where you get to watch us actually record the podcast. And then, you know, we go right into a Q&A session. That would be awesome to do that. So it gets us a chance to connect with you guys more live. Um Literally, um, you, you'll probably see the interruptions of the kids, you know, we'll, we'll get them involved, you know, from time to time, um, as we can actually, that just brought up a good thought. Like, what are we going to do with the kids? <laughs> well, we can record when they're at school. We might, maybe whatever. We'll, we'll let you guys know the schedule. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll be launching a finding Mikey YouTube channel somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. And we will let you guys know. So those are the things that are happening. 2018 is going to be, um, well, it's always busy for us. Right. Always is. Um, yes. I think last year was our, a really big learning curve for us as far as, you know, finding out about Mikey's diagnosis and, you know, doing different therapies and things like that. And I know that this year is going to be full of, you know, more things to learn too. Definitely. I've got a bone up on a different technical skill set now and you've got to, you've got to do more research. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. You've got you've to write more uh, outlines. Yes, <laughs> that's it. definitely. So great guys. I'm looking forward to spending 2018 with you guys. 2017 was awesome. And um, I'm just excited about this here as well. So thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you on the next episode.